Welcome to the Hoops Temple podcast. You all know me, Nathan Schwartz. Joining me from Denmark, Nico Larson. Good evening. And joining me from New Zealand, Dylan Williamson. Good morning. Gentlemen, today we have a wonderful conversation full of K-pop stars, all-star conversations. Uh, But these all-stars are a little bit different. Nico, why are these all-stars different? We got the uh, all-stars that you may not know deserves a all-star nut this year. The players that are favored by the advanced stats. Not the obvious ones, but the one that deserves it, right? If Twitter can decide all-stars, so can these advanced stats. So take a listen and hope you enjoy the conversation. think there's any chance that Andrew Wiggins is not the last overall pick for the starters no no 100% I'm picking him dead last so he's like I mean he was gonna make the all-star game regardless of these uh, I don't know I don't don't think you don't think he would make it regardless I thought you were gonna say regardless of whether he was voted as a starter I was like uh I'm starting yeah yeah like if if he wasn't let's say um Nobody voted for him, fans. Um, mm. But I, I still think the players and coaches would, uh, and the media would pick him. Yeah. Well, where, where is the? I haven't even actually looked at the breakdown. Were a lot of the media voting for him? Uh, he ended up sixth mm. in the media voting. Yeah. See, that's that's too high. Well, except for the fact mm. that um, you have to have three front court in the starters and three front court in the reserves. So that technically means even media agrees he shouldn't make it. Um, and, and like, I, I got in a, a slight Twitter beef um, with Michael Pena of Sports Illustrated in the open floor. I, I mean, very slight. I basically just tweeted at him like, hey, you can't, uh, you can't just ignore positions for reserves. Like, here's the link to the NBA selection process. Um hmm. To which he responded with a 2019 screen grab of the Zach Lowe article, <laughs> which Ooh. like um, Zach Lowe was like, yeah, since positions don't matter for reserves. And I'm like, well, I, I don't think that you saying this in 2019 yeah. trumps uh, the NBA saying it does. And also the the media isn't voting for reserves like yeah. they vote deep, but those votes are for starters. Yeah, but like in terms of the fan votes, um, Andrew Wiggins made it over basically over Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, Carl Anthony Towns, and Rudy Gobert, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess none of those guys are like super, super exciting. Like Rudy Gobert is the most boring ass player to have as an all star. Draymond X Green as well. Yeah. I actually heard a decent argument. Like if we're just picking the best players, then Rudy Gobert should be starting. Yeah, sure. I actually heard an argument that's just like, if you're a, a boring player, you you don't get to be on the All-Star team. Like, you can be a defensive player of the year and make All-NBA, but you don't get to play in the All-Star game. Because, like, what right. is Rudy Gobert going to do in the All-Star game? Just, like, finish an alley-oop on a pick-and-roll? Like, that's fucking boring. Just finish uncontested dunks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I kind, of, I kind of love seeing Ja throw the lobs. So, like, if he gets to finish it... Man. But he's one of the most boring lob catchers in the in the game. Yeah, 
like, I want to like, see, I want to see, I want to see John Morant lob it and, and Andrew Wiggins catching it in the air and make a huge dunk. I think we, who we really need to hold accountable for, for Wiggins making the all-star game is the other players. Like right. in the player vote, LeBron came in first, Nikola Jokic came in second, Draymond Green was third. Okay. Logical. Fair. Gobert fourth, still logical and fair. Wiggins is fifth. Uh, eight and six, Towns seven, Paul George yeah. eight. Like over Towns is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's that's the biggest snob for me in terms of starters. But yeah, Carl Towns is way better than Andrew Wiggins. My thing with the Bam Bam story is he supposedly helped get Wiggins over the top. And Bam Bam, the K-pop star, tweeted out, you know, vote Andrew Wiggins. He did vote on a, or he did tweet it out on a double vote day, um, and it got. 40,000 retweets, um, which like, great. That's, that's 80,000 votes, but Wiggins got close to close to 2.8 million. Um, you know, even if you say, Hey, the Bam Bam's like individual fans kept retweeting, kept like quote tweeting, which they did. And there's a lot of evidence of that. He did the exact same thing for Draymond Green and Draymond Green got so much less, uh, fan vote. Like it's, it, it's crazy how far behind Green was. And so I think I think there's got to be something more there to it of, I mean, casual fans, like not just these these Bam Bam K-pop fans who may or may not watch basketball, um, but like actual basketball fans disrespecting Draymond Green. And that kind of kind of pisses me off. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, how do you think Draymond Green feels seeing Wiggins start when like he's right on like the same team as him and is a better player? Do you think he's sitting there like... What the hell, guys? I think if he was healthy, he'd probably be more pissed. Mm. I mean, not that I think Draymond Green is really thinking about this super logically and is like, well, you know, if I was healthy and the voters would feel this way about me. Um, but I just, I, I think it is a little bit easier to be less upset when you are physically not playing, kind of in the same way that Paul George isn't playing uh, and Kawhi isn't playing. So like, I don't think they're Anthony super Davis upset that they're playing. not going to make yeah yeah um when the all-star voting started how many of like these injured perennial all-stars were heard at the time like was paul george and anthony davis were they missing time when the all-star voting started you recall davis yes no yeah paul george wouldn't have been because he was leading for a while i feel like the nba should have really really thought about this and maybe tried to fix it so like make it so that booker or um, Luca were eligible at Ford. It's kind of ridiculous that your options are like Andrew Wiggins or an injured guy or Carl Towns or Rudy Gobert. Um, and then off the bench, we'll have Luca Doncic and Devin Booker. I mean, as is, if you look at just the guard spots in the West, Ja and Curry got it. The remaining guard spots are Booker, Paul, Doncic, and Donovan Mitchell. And then that, that fills up the two reserve spots and the two wild card spots. And there's no room for a guy like Anthony Edwards, Damian Lillard, DeJounte Murray, like anyone else. Um, it's just, just locked solid with like no wiggle room, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, like those are the, how many, how many was it? Was it five guys? Those are like the five guys that actually should be all-stars and everyone else is like, yeah, I mean, if we have to keep picking, I guess you can be an all-star. Well, uh, the the West forward selections are pretty darn bleak now because if you got LeBron, Jokic, and Wiggins, 
And if you just say, hey, coaches aren't going to reward guys that are injured, so no Green, yeah. no George. Um, I mean, you'll probably get Davis and Towns and Gobert. That's that's not too bad. But if they have, they can't pick up a, a fourth big. There's like no no wiggle room because there's just no one quality. Up, up up until now, I've been like, why don't we just have no fan voting? Like they make all these dumb choices. Like Andrew Wiggins is starting. Zaza Pachulia almost started. Like it's just a popularity contest where it's not always the best guys picked. So up until now, I've been like, let's just have you know maybe the media and the the coaches or whatever or just the media pick um but hearing that argument that like rudy gobert shouldn't be allowed to be an all-star because he's boring and you know no one wants to watch him in the all-star game it's kind of got me thinking like you know like the all-star game is a an exhibition game like do we want to just have the most entertaining players and like yes rudy gobert is a lot better than anthony edwards but wouldn't you rather see anthony edwards in the game so you want to go full zag just fans just screw it whoever they pick makes this yeah but but then also put it out that like you know we're, we're trying to create the most entertaining game possible and we're not we're not picking the best players like this is a this is an exhibition game pick the guys that you want to see and don't choose wiggins or carl towns or Gobert or draymond green like let's get miles bridges in here yeah, Nico, how do you feel about that? I, I dropped that one just to get Nico on my side. <laughs> yeah, I actually think that Miles Bridges would be a cool player to have in the All-Star game. Uh, I mean, I haven't really thought that deep about, like, what is the All-Star game. What does it mean, man? <laughs> right? <laughs> it feels like this is getting way too deep for, for what it is. But, but, I, but like, I, I kind of feel that... The All-Star game is like a way for the NBA to showcase what the NBA is and, and like show how exciting basketball can be. And, and in that regard, I think like uh, who's better to pick the most watchable players than the fans? Um, mm. So actually, I'm, I'm 100% into just 100% giving the power to the fans. Yeah, let's, let's get Alex Caruso in the game. If he wasn't injured. Now you're trying to win me over with the Caruso nod. <laughs> the bad thing about that would be like sometimes we use, you know, how many All-Star games players have uh, played as like a historically significant uh, mm -hmm. number. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, you can't use All-Star participations if, if like... If it's just it's a fun a, game. Right. So it kind of loses some um, significance, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think the the biggest issue with it is just that guys have like money in their contracts tied to All Star yeah, games. That's a thing too. Like, but um, if Jalen Brown makes the All Star game, more fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just be <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stop! Stop trying to win games. Yeah. Stop yeah. ball stopping. Stop. You know, ISO everything. You're Rudy. You, you you gotta make some more TikTok dances. <laughs> <laughs> gotta widen the audience. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's no kids there's no kids running around doing the Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Find yeah, he's gotta come just... up with a, with with some sort of signature move. Like yeah. if all he's doing is just like playing great defense and protecting the rim, like he's he's gotta come up with like his own finger wag or something. Yeah. And and whenever he defends a shot at the rim, he does a little dance. Um, at, at least have a dance. 
Yeah. The Rudy shimmy. <laughs> yeah, just does a little shimmy. Whenever, whenever he goes vertical and, and no one can hit a layup, he just does a little shimmy. Yeah. What if it's yeah, like, exactly. like, like a down and up wave? <laughs> Maybe he just goes like wacky waving, inflatable arm, flailing tube, man. He do like um, the, the, could do like the cough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When, when he, whenever he stops someone at the room, he just does like a little cough celebration. Um, <laughs> and and then and then you know the kids on the on the playground, whenever they block someone, they can do a little cough celebration. Oh my gosh! That's how you get I, more I entertaining. Think he needs to, I think he needs to embrace the nickname Lockdown. Just like he shut down the world, he'll shut you yeah. down. Yeah. Do you think like um? More NBA players should have like a signature move. You know, like LeBron's got his little thing. James Harden, obviously, with the stirring the pot thing. Um, Steph Curry's got his shimmy. Do you think like all the star players should have like something? Yeah. So I was I was watching watching like some football the other day, like um you know football that's played with feet, soccer football. Um, and like all of these guys, like when they have a goal, like they kind of have like a like their signature celebration, like. All, all like the big stars at least like they have like their signature signature move. Um, I feel like and kind of kind of in in American football too, right? Like when guys get a touchdown, yeah, you do a like touchdown they, dance. Yeah, like they they have kind of like their own signature thing. I think like in, more NBA players should do that. Like every every all star should have like their own little their own little celebration whenever they get like a dunk or a cool block or like hit a cool shot. Like they they bust out their little celebration. We need to bring back the Sam Cassell big balls dance. <laughs> no, that was the best. Do that. Yeah, there are very certain circumstances where you can where you can do that. Um, you don't want to be busting that out after like you know a a three pointer in the second quarter. Well, um, naturally, naturally, I don't want any of these to be like super um, common. Like, yeah, yeah you, you gotta, like any any balls. highlight play, like any contested shot three-point play four-point play a dunk a cool block just any highlight like you gotta you gotta get a little dance or a little something maybe they don't because they get technical maybe that's the issue maybe like gobert doesn't want to go wake wave and inflatable arm flailing tube man every time he contests a shot because he doesn't want a technical maybe maybe the teams could hire like teenage girls uh, as like interns and then every time yeah, I don't, one I don't know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to put that out so, there. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> no, no, like uh, whenever one of the players uh, does like a highlight play, then then all the interns can come with their phones and they can record a TikTok dance. Didn't uh, didn't the NBA have like Charlie D'Amelio and a few other TikTok stars uh, to the All Star game a few years back and like do some dances with Jokic? Probably, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> that that wouldn't have crossed my radar. Well, uh, I mean, maybe maybe Jokic just becomes a TikTok star and he starts breaking out the Renegade and the. Uh, I don't know what other top TikTok dancers there are. Of all the uh, All Star starters, I think Jokic is the uh, uh, top candidate for a uh, TikTok star. I think. Oh man, Jokic's celebration could be just riding a horse, like. You know, acting like he's riding a horse because that's like what he does yeah. in, in the off seasons. Yeah, like like he he should do that whenever he like does a cool move, no look pass, assist on his way back. He should be riding a horse. It's, he he gets the rebound. He makes the full court pass as the guy dunks it, and he just you know stand yeah. up, just yeah. riding a horse, just casual. Yeah, like this like this, this. this is an entertainment product. 
Wait, we got to get signature dances. And so, like, like you know, like the kids would get in on it because, like, you know, whenever you hit like a contested mid range and you got to like hold the follow through and Kobe, mm. or like you know when you when when kids hit like a, a three pointer and they do like the little Steph shimmy, like each each individual like thing. Whenever you're like imitating an NBA player, like there should be a little celebration you can do. Like if you do a sick full court assist, um, you know, I want to see see kids doing their little Jokic horsey dance. I think it's got potential. I think I think we need to make this a thing. Which 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 brings the question: um, Could you imagine a signature move less cool than whatever Andrew Wiggins would do? And I think that that would really plummet his value in terms of All Star votes. That Andrew Wiggins, his signature dance or signature move would be so uncool that he would lose so many votes from it. Um, and other guys, when Rudy's breaking out the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Um, or, or you know, Carl Towns, who has you know like one percent more personality than Andrew Wiggins, um, could probably make something slightly more cool. I mean, t- you know, Towns is just going to do a Fortnite dance because because that's his game. Is, is he a Fortnite guy? He's he's a Fortnite guy. Yeah. Well, there was there, there you go. All all the all the kids on their on their Fortnite um, NBA players ba- busting out signature moves. Carl Towns in a little Fortnite dance. Like retweet that with Carl Towns NBA All Star vote, whatever the hashtag is. You know, we got we got to bring in signature moves to really eliminate out the boring players or make boring players more cool. No, I think I, I think we've solved the All Star game. <laughs> it's fixed. Just got, just got to make All Stars more fun. Yeah, right, right in the email. Let let Adam know that we've solved it. This episode of the Hoops Temple Podcast is brought to you by BetUS. BetUS is the official sportsbook partner of Hoop Social and the Hoops Temple podcast. US bettors in all states are welcome and payouts are fast and easy. Visit hoops-social.com forward slash bet today and take advantage of their 125% sign up bonus offer. Put down 100 bucks, get 125 bucks. Nate, where should we put 125 bucks? I mean, I kind of like the MVP odds right now. Jokic has taken the easy lead with uh, 220, but I say we go bold. LeBron James, not too late for him to get another MVP. And at plus 4,500, that could pay out some serious cash. It's time for a late season run from LeBron. Yeah, plus 4,500. That's awesome. Um, Terms and conditions apply. Please bet responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Again, get 125% sign-up bonus. Put it on LeBron plus forty five hundred for MVP uh, to take advantage of that offer. Hoops-social.com forward slash bet. Bet US, the official sportsbook partner of Hoops Social and the Hoops Temple Podcast. But Nico, you've prepared something or you've you've tracked down stats for us. And do you do you want to kind of introduce your plan for uh, for what you got for us here? We talked about um, would be the um, All Star benches. And I think there's some obvious ones. Um, like we can we can quickly go through some of the obvious ones. Like I think Fred Van Fleet is gonna make it, right? Right, probably. Um, he's leading in uh, the uh, advanced stat called Raptor. Um, you guys 100% know what that means. Um, I don't really, but I don't. I don't think anything else <laughs> what Raptor means, <laughs> except for maybe Dylan. Dylan, do you know what Raptor is? But, but, but it's a good thing. <laughs> I, I, only uh, Nate Silver knows what it actually means. Yeah, so, 
I mean, it basically just like means that Fred and Feed as an individual player is doing really well, uh, basically. Yeah, so it, it basically just uses play-by-play and player tracking data to calculate each player's individual plus-minus measurement and wins above replacement um, yeah. accounting for playing time. Right. Um, that I just read off the off the, <laughs> off the top of the page. Great, great. Um, and also, like, in, in the reps, uh, you got Jason Tatum. He's making it, right? Probably. But we also got some fun ones. So, so let, me, let, let me hear, guys, about some of the more wacky ones. I, I'll start slow. <laughs> well, don't 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 start slow. Start start right <laughs> at the top. Yeah, yeah. There, 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 there one guy in the top five who no, unfortunately that, 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 is unavailable. Yeah. <laughs> now, so I'm starting with with a player that I think is actually relevant. Um, so so <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second. Let me explain a little bit to the listeners what the plan is here. There's no way not not everyone's yeah. confused and thinks we're crazy. Right. Um. Right. Okay, you've heard at this point, if you're listening to this podcast, you've listened to a hundred other podcasts debate the bench and debate the reserves. And should Jared okay. Allen get in? Should DeMontis Sabonis get in? What we wanted to do is we wanted to look at a, several of these single stats, um, several of these advanced mat- metrics, and say, okay, people chose Andrew Wiggins. Who are some of the worst players that we can justify making the all star teams? Because they're really good and advanced at X or Y, or or conversely, who are the guys that are overlooked by the the you know the plurality of people? But there is a you know the numbers are seeing something that we're not, and there's a strong statistical argument that their value is a lot higher than what we think when we you know eye test and arbitrarily pick all star reserves. Sure. So right. if you want. Want the positive side? Go with Dylan's explanation. If you want the <laughs> the negative side, you go with mine. If if you yeah. want, here are the crappiest guys that these numbers seem to like for some reason. <laughs> yeah. So so essentially, I've compiled a list of players uh, based on the advanced stats Raptor, net rating, PER, and estimated wins added. Uh, some of these stats are great if you want to like just look at a single player. But like in, in the context of picking an all-star, it, it can be a bit weird. But like this it's it's gonna be fine. No, it's not. <laughs> so we could we could go the easy route and just like look at for example, if you want to pick an Eastern Conference All-Star, we could like look look at all the teams that are plus five hundred right now and basically like just pick one player from each team and we'll basically yeah. have the all-star bench. That's sort of like the most common method and also the thing that I hate the most. And what coaches will definitely do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so so let's let's kick this this off with a name that matches Dylan's description better, because he's like a guy who who could actually make it, but still sticks out a bit. Could you believe that Miles Bridges is above Kevin Durant, Jimmy Butler, uh, James Harden um, in in the uh, Raptor stat? Do you guys think Miles Bridges could end up? Going to the All Star game over the Mellow Bowl because I don't think we will see two guys from Charlotte making it. I think it, it, it probably just comes down to like the positional split, like how many Fords are ahead of Bridges and then how many guards are ahead of Ball. Like if if the guard is way more deep than the, which it normally is, like you could easily see Lamelo being on the outside, um, and then with the Ford, which like Eastern Conference fours, like the year after year, you struggle to like find 
you know, like you, you pick all the deserving all-stars and then there are like two more Eastern Conference forward spots. And you're like, ah, I guess Demanda Sabonis and Julius Randle are in. Um, so like for sure, I think there's a decent chance that Miles Bridges could make the team. Um, and he has like a decent statistical argument for that. Is he the leading scorer on the Hornets who are like one of the top, I uh, don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure they're top three offense in the league. I mean, uh, just counting down by Raptor, he is the sixth best Eastern front court player if we count DeMar DeRozan as a guard. Uh, if if DeMar DeRozan was properly rated as a as a forward, he would be number seven. But yeah, I mean, if we're just looking, he's 21st first in the league. He's uh, higher in that in the East. So Raptors war says, says Miles Bridges is an all-star. Yeah, I mean, he, he's playing the most minutes in Charlotte. He's averaging the most points. Uh, I mean, 20 points per game, uh, almost a block and more than a steal per game. He's averaging a good amount of assists and rebounds. Like, he's actually yeah. been solid this season. Yeah, uh, and, and if, like if you... Guy. Yeah, um, and it was sixth in offense, the Hornets, um, but point th- three points per behind fifth and only point seven behind third. Um, so the Hornets are a extremely good offensive team, and Miles Bridges is the leading scorer on that team, um, which is probably what Raptor is rewarding there, that they are this awesome offensive team, and he's one of the reasons why. Now, is he the most fun player on the Hornets? He has the most fun dunks, but does he get to have the dunks without the lobs? Who do you attribute the fun to? Man, I just think it's such a nice duo, Lamelo Ball and Miles Bridges. They they like fit so well since Lamelo got these flashy passes, and and Miles Bridges he he, he finishes finishes the passes with uh, authority. Like some of these dunks is just incredible. Um, but like, who's the so most get one to be the most Le- fun? Lamelo Ball is the most flashy player of those two, and and like Lamelo Ball is more creative, I'd say. I kind of think that Bridges would actually be better in the All-Star Game context in terms of entertainment because, right. like, when you're a young player, like, you've got to defer to the vets. Like, LaMelo Ball in the All-Star Game would get, like, one position to create and then would just be spotting up, shooting threes. Um, right. Whereas Bridges can sort of, you know, he can he can roam around and, and finish where he's needed. Maybe Bridges would be the more entertaining player in the All-Star Game. So Bridges is the uh, having the better season in Charlotte. He's more exciting as an all-star player, um, and he's older than Lamelo Ball. So like, and he's and he's got a special place in Nico's heart. Right. Hey, there aren't many MSU players that I really like, uh, despite having gone to the college. So I'll, I'll give Bridges my nod. If we are talking guards in 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 um, the Eastern Conference, I think there's yeah. a decent chance that Lamelo Ball is just like not. Cutting it against um, Darius Garland, Drew Holiday, and and for some reason <laughs> we we could go to the next one. Like for some reason, most of these stats love Marcus Smart, <laughs> which mm. I think is ridiculous. What? Yeah, I mean he's he's like twelfth in uh, in in Raptor. He's uh, what? He's like eighth in net rating, and I think he's like somewhere. Uh, He's not relevant in any other stat uh, for some reason. <laughs> but, but like, it's, it seems like these stats uh, love uh, Marcus Smart and what he's doing this season. How wild is that? Yeah, can we get Marcus Smart in the All-Star game? 
I hope not. Please no. Please no. <laughs> um, I don't know what the, I don't know what the Celtics are doing, but like it, it's the same story with Robert Williams, um, Time Lord. He's he's the fourth in estimated wins added. So like he's a big difference maker in in Boston, uh, and he's also like top fifteen in both PR and net rating. So what you're saying is instead of Tatum and Jalen Brown, we should be debating if we should have Smart <laughs> and right. uh, Robert Williams. Yeah, that's that's the, the true difference makers in, in in Boston. <laughs> that's the debate. Right, right. Oh, I, I think I'm gonna pass on Smart. I <laughs> the eye test still says no. Yeah. Who else you got for us? So in terms of gods. Oh, can I just say quickly? Um, I, the Emmanuel South- quickly. <laughs> um, can I say briefly? Um, low key, the Celtics are probably would probably like Marcus Smart over Jalen Brown in the All Star game. Um, Maybe because Jalen Brown has a has a um, I think it's like a two million dollar bonus if he makes the All Star game, okay. um, which will actually put the Celtics um, into the tax. So if Jalen misses the All-Star game, they can make a very simple move and get out of the tax. If he makes the All-Star game, it gets much more complicated for them to avoid the tax bill. So for that reason, the Celtics are pushing Marcus Smart or Time Lord over Jalen Brown. I knew there was a reason why they didn't get uh, Marky Mark to go tweet out, vote Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah, save those celebrity endorsements for when, uh, when you don't have to pay the players. Exactly. Not not just paying him, but like getting getting out of the tax. Yeah. Um. And like to to go into um to move away from the very interesting topic of all stars into the incredibly boring topic of um NBA CBA and luxury tax rules. Um, the the tax that all the teams pay actually gets distributed among the teams that aren't in the tax. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are teams, the Warriors, the Clippers, the Nets, that are like ridiculous, have ridiculous tax bills. And so by getting out of the tax, not only do you save yourself that little bit of tax, but like you're going to get $10 million from, you know, those teams that are in the tax. So that one all-star vote is worth like $10 million. Let's see here. The tax line is at $136 million. Well, $136,606. Um, which right now, the Raptors are at 137. The Nuggets are at 137. Minnesota's at 137. Washington is 136.7. So we've got those four teams that are about a million or 1.2 million or less over the tax uh, who are either going to pay in or get 10 or 11 million. Uh, yeah. And all those teams are 100% making a move to save a million dollars. Yeah. Nico, any names on this list from uh, from Washington, Minnesota, Denver, or Toronto that uh, might shock some people? Uh, uh, there was a lot of teams. Washington? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just give us your next... <laughs> yeah. Who, who's the next standout guy? The next standout guy. Um, the next. Uh, you mentioned Emmanuel quickly, but uh, that's actually not the guy. So, like, the, the guy who is looking like the standout Knicks player 
what would you guess? Uh, Quentin Grimes. Alex Burke. Uh, no, no, he's not qualified. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Alex Burke's actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, yeah. So he's like the uh, Knicks leader in Raptor, and I think he's also pretty good in PER somewhere. He's ranking there somewhere. Uh, it's him or um, uh, Mitchell Robinson is looking pretty good in terms of net rating. But like Alec Burks, that's the standout player from the Knicks. Um, I, I think he just had a really good start to the season. He earned a lot of starts. and um, he's, he's the starting point guard. Right. But like then, then some, some, for some reason, uh, Tips just stopped using him. Um, yeah. I mean, he's definitely not the ISO Burks he was last year. Uh, and I, I just searched his PER. Uh, he is not in the top 100. So he is ranked. It's just not I'm high. I'm still looking. So. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't find him. <laughs> I think Burks is a more likely trade candidate than all-star candidate. Yeah, probably. But he could actually really help some teams. His off-the-bench scoring, especially in isolations. You mean his yeah. starting scoring? Well, I was hoping he's to get him a starting off the bench. point guard. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, uh, gosh, who was it on, on a Zach Lowe podcast that pitched um, pitch trading him, Kemba Walker, and I forget who else to the Lakers for Westbrook? And I'm like, yes, sign me up. I don't care. Uh, I'll drive to LA to drive Westbrook to New York. Like, make it happen. I, I would take Burks in LA so fast. Yeah. He's kind of got just like a guy that can help a lot of teams. Like he can kind of make threes. He can kind of create. He can kind of defend. You know, like he, he does a lot of stuff capably. And that's that's why Tibbs is starting him because like he's got Derrick Rose and Kim Walker. He's like, yeah, yeah, those guys can create, but they are terrible defenders. So I'm going to start like Burks instead. Yeah. Um, and, and so you know, the, the the Knicks have disappointed, but the the one guy that's that's keeping them relevant is in fact. All-star candidate Alec Burks. All right. So thus far, your bench nominations have included Miles Bridges, who I think we both like, Alex Burke, who I don't think either of us care for, uh, Marcus mm-hmm. Smart, and Robert Williams. Who else right. do you have to fill out this uh, this seven-person Eastern Conference bench? So we we I think we we might need another ball in there. Um, uh-huh. Who would you think is the next ball up? Actually, that's kind of sad because because that's in reality that's Alex Caruso. Yeah. In my stats compilation here. Yeah. Uh, and the next one is Lance Ball. So I guess we can't really have another ball because they're all injured. Yeah, gotta have injury replacements. But but then like all the next up is is just boring regular picks like Darius Garland yeah. and Jewel Holiday, which all makes sense. Could we go like a a sort of like Viking rules where? If you injure a player, you get his all-star votes. Um, so because Alex Caruso is the next man up, could we actually put Grayson Allen in ahead of him <laughs> based on the idea that just like Alex Caruso was the next most impactful guy by some of these advanced metrics? And Grayson Allen took him out, so he yeah. assumes his role in the all-star game. <laughs> right. Seems logical to me. Can I pitch one? Sure. Montrez Harrell is currently seventh in win shares per 48 minutes. Montrez Harrell is actually a guy who is also looking good in terms of PER. 
and estimated wins added. Yeah, no, he's, he's ninth in PER. If we're just doing semi-undeserving, but advanced stat darlings, Montrez, the, the, he's got it. Yeah, I was looking at him as well. And also, uh, I kept looking at how badly Beal is uh, placing in, in all these stats. Yeah, no, Beal's bad. So, so like, Beal doesn't deserve any love, so we might as well get Montrez Hell in there. Yeah. And, and also just to send a message to, to Bradley Beal, you know, like Bradley Beal, you're playing like badly Beal. We need you to be better <laughs> oh, um, to, oh. to, to send a message. We're going to pick your, your teammate. That's right. so bad. All right. Then who's our last Eastern conference pick from these, these, these rankings. I keep looking at Patty Mills. Like that name yes. is also just like showing up so many places and, yeah. and, and like Kevin Drain isn't playing right. Um, we won't see Kyrie Irving. Uh, is Harden injured uh, now? What, is what, what city is the What city is the All Star game in? Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. Let's let's then let's get Kyrie. Right. Like, there's no way Ohio has a vaccine mandate. No, like, that, that is have, true. We, we could have uh, Patty Mills. Yeah. No, that's 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 a that's a fair <laughs> counterpoint. <laughs> yeah. Well, what advanced stat is Patty Mills doing so high in? I'm I'm go- I'm searching around here and I'm not seeing him high up in much of anything. He's eleventh in net rating. Okay, solid, solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he's twenty sixth in the uh, Raptor war above players like Bradley Beal and PJ Tucker. So like that's solid. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than you, you talked me Carl into it. Towns too. Hey, you uh, talked me into it. Oh no no. no. No, no, above Carl Towns. Like, that's the only... Uh, above Paul that. George? Above Zach Levine? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's it, that's a good argument. There it, we go. Zach Levine is, is nowhere to be found on my list here. Mm. Hmm. It's almost like he puts up really good numbers, but it doesn't um, translate it, to a statistically verifiable um, impact on winning. It could seem now, that way, yeah. Dylan, Dylan, we're trying to discuss people who don't deserve to be an all-star. Are you trying to make the case that we should be discussing Zach Levine? Right. Um, I would, I would much prefer the case to be made that Zach Levine should be starting in the all-star game. Fair, fair. Okay, so so we got Bridges, Robert Williams, Smart, and Petty Thrills, Petty Mills. Yeah. That's five. Uh, and then we also got Grayson Allen and Montrez Harrell oh, uh, to round out the seven. Uh, didn't we also have Alec Burks? Oh, we did. Uh, yeah. Oh, let's yeah. just throw away Smart. Yeah. Smart, <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't need two about. Celtics. Yeah. yeah. I, I right, was just going Tatum, but, but like, yeah. Well, I mean, Tatum's probably an easy choice, but yeah. who, are, who are some of our top West Coast options that uh, are a little bit off the beaten path? Um, so we have to discuss... Uh, which Spurs player we will have in the All Star game? So like mm. we could just get that uh, away real quick. But like Derek White is leading the Spurs in Raptor War. He's he's ranking sixth among Western Conference players. But Deshante Murray is just behind him at seventh. Mm. So like that's two solid Spurs players that rank really well in advanced stats. And just behind both of them. Is is Jakob Pertl? Uh, yeah, he's he's tenth. Yeah, it's actually pretty crazy. That they have three players in the top ten. Yeah, you can also just like have three Spurs players in there. 
Raptors says we should have three Spurs players. Should we have three Spurs players? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I, where else did I see Jakob Podol? He was in here somewhere. Probably, probably like all of the advanced metrics, I'd imagine. Like all the, like the impact metrics. Because he's like such a valuable defender, I think like all of them would like him. I, I can't spill Pirtle right now. <laughs> he's, he's 27th in uh, win shares per 48. He's 29th in actual win shares. Let's see, was it four? 21st in PER, 28th in net rating. All right, all right. I, I'm willing to be talked into three Spurs for making this, although DeJounte Murray actually stands a chance of making the real the real game, so I think we can only go with White and Podal. <laughs> okay. I was just going to say, <laughs> Derek White was probably a bit over the top. <laughs> but like, yeah, let's just go crazy. You just made a uh, case for Alec Burks. I think we. I think. <laughs> I think we're okay. So we got Derek White. We got Pearl. A name I can't spell, but let's go. <laughs> you think of like it of all of us in this podcast. It'd be the. It'd be you of all people that would be able to spell Jakob Pearl. Yeah, come on. He's he's from your your general um, geographic region. I've had neighbors that are Polish. And there's a lot of Polish guys working in Denmark, but I don't know a single word in Polish. That's actually pretty bad. Is Jakob Pertl even Polish? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> That's why I can't spell him. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. I, I thought it was Polish, so. <laughs> you're, you're trying to spell it in Polish, but now yeah, that it's Austrian, exactly. you can easily spell it. It didn't make a lot of sense in Polish, so that's why I couldn't spell it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For basketball reference, his nickname is Jake Puddle. What? Puddle. Jake it's Puddle. Just, it's just like the, the westernization of his name. It's yep. not even westernization. What, what would it be like the Americanization of of his name? It's probably the Texas pronunciation of his name. <laughs> Puddle. Puddle. Yeah, I can't even. All right. All right. Who else, who else you got in the West? Well, so in terms of... Um, Wolves players making it. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is not a starter because players don't respect him. And I, 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 I can't... You heard really, it here, folks. Uh, right. I, I mean, I kind of trust the players in, in that regard. And, and like, who's the other starting big man in, in Minnesota? Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Oh, man. Ranking 13th in Raptor War. Mm. Um, he's great. Yeah, he's, he's also, the only player on their team that can like play the four and you know, should be in a NBA rotation. He might be the sole reason for the um, success of Carl Anthony Towns this season. Are you um are you familiar with usage rating as an advanced stat? I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Vanderbilt has the third lowest usage rating among qualified players in the league. Did Dennis Rodman ever make an all-star game? He did. Right. Multiple. So don't question when they built. <laughs> He's basically I, that. It's, so we got yeah. Podal, White, and uh, Vanderbilt. Right. Yeah. Right. This, this he may be third to last team. in usage, but what that really reflects is that he's a player that doesn't play outside of himself. Yeah. So do you know how you can get a high usage? Turn the ball over. Yeah. You know who has Take a high usage? Shots. Russell Westbrook. 
not so much this year. He just he just sucks. Um, but in previous <laughs> years, yeah. Does Westbrook not have a high usage this year? Not that high, like compared to his standards. Yeah, yeah, gotta be up there. Like he, 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 you'd think he does, but he actually just sucks. Like his turnovers are down. Yeah, it's a percentage of how much he he has the ball, and if he's playing next to LeBron, he's not gonna have the ball. All right, that makes sense. Yep, Westbrook would be a guy that is a bit too crazy for this segment. <laughs> we can't, can't have him in there. He's not. Yeah, we no, nowhere, but uh, nowhere to be found in my. Can, stats can you there. find? Can you find any stats that like Russell Westbrook? No. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. No. My uh, when I looking up, it says uh, Microsoft Excel cannot find. Th- that's how you're searching for. So that's it. Mm. Nope. Um, but if you want the point guard, I'm gonna present to you Jalen Brunson, 16th in Raptor War. Uh, have yeah. One hell of a season. Yeah. Um, he's top 30 in in net rating. So he's making a difference when he's on the court. Um, can we have him in the All-Star game? Hmm? That feels close to your Bridges pick of like someone who actually might deserve to be in this conversation in kind of a, a loose way or like, you know, deserves to be on the outside, probably somewhere challenging for a top 50 spot and a top 100 rating in next season. Uh, him and then Desmond Bain, right. whom you can find other numbers like this, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with him actually being a legitimately good player on in this discussion. Yeah, he's having you know a, a breakout year, and he's going to get paid. Um, he's he's probably going to cost Mark Cuban a lot of money, or James Dolan. Ba-ba. Yeah, so, someone's going to pay this guy. Did you guys see that he's got um, he's got several family members that are in the Knicks organization? Really? Yeah, uh, I believe it is his godfather and like his uncle or wow. something. That's crazy. Well, that that might just be a guaranteed move in the offseason then. Jalen Brunson overpaid to the Knicks. We can lock it in. You heard it here first, NBA, and we heard it somewhere NBA else. NBA All-Star Jalen Brunson is signing with the New York Knicks. Did Mike Conley ever make a All-Star appearance? Uh, last did, year. Did he make it last year? Yes. Yeah, he was he an, injury, he was injury, an replacement. injury replacement. Oh, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> Taking him off the list. Nah, I was just thinking, I mean, he's also a guy who is rating really well in most of these advanced categories. Um, and, and like, we, we could just like leave Rudy Gobert off and pick Mike Conley instead. Oh, so going back to Jalen Brunson, um, Leon Rose's first ever client was Jalen Brunson's dad. Leon Rose is the GM for the Knicks. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he, he's going to New York. I wouldn't say it was the assisted development guys, as I mentioned this, but... Mm. Where's he from? We'll see. Is he from New York as well? What do the uh, uh, Mavs really want for Brunson? Like, I'd heavily, happily give them uh, Julius Randle, but I can't imagine them wanting more inefficient big uh, men from New York. <laughs> Would you take back Kristaps Porzingis? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if they're like, hey, we'll give you KP and Brunson for Randle and quickly. How about a, a straight all-star swap of Alec Burks for Jalen Brunson? <laughs> right, that would be fine. No. You, you replace your starting point guard. Was Burke, did Burks play for the Mavs? Probably. I feel like was, Burks bounced around. Was that yeah. one of the teams that he burned out for? I think it was Trey Burke. Yeah, no, yeah, Trey yeah. Burke. Yeah. Burke, basically the same player. He was traded yeah. with... They, they, they have no similarities other than they came into league at a similar time 
were disappointments based on where they were drafted and have a similar name. But yeah, basically that sounds player. like a lot of similarities. Jalen <laughs> Brunson is a New Jersey native. Yeah, that's that's basically New York from what I understand. And he's also got a great nickname, B- Brunson Burner. <laughs> that's a good one. It's one of those nicknames where it's like a play on their name, but also describes them or yeah. like describes the game, you know, like Stifle Tower, like because he's French and also he's tall and he stifles opposing rim attempts, you know, like it, 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 it fits in many ways. And um, the Brunson Burner is a guy that can get hot and give you some buckets. If like Brunson Burner gets like uh, to like a, uh like publicly known nickname and if if he wasn't like a Knicks, I, I i'm sure he could like if uh it's, it's that's probably not relevant now when when the nets is in brooklyn but he could he could be like the uh bronson british burner or something like that what does that make sense <laughs> no <laughs> isn't, isn't that something not like in new york where, where they talk about burning bridges or something like that uh, no oh, that's only <laughs> off Jumping off bridges? <laughs> I don't know. Something about bridges in New York and burning and stuff. I don't know. Are you thinking of don't know bridge? either. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I'm probably mixing stuff up. <laughs> uh, um, oh my God. But and on a serious note, um, right. could New York Knicks starting point guard Jalen Brunson um, with more of a, a more ball in his hands um, next season actually be a legitimate all-star candidate especially once he gets more notoriety for his his terrific nickname of the Brunson burner um and possibly comes up with a signature dance i mean the signature dance would really uh make the difference yeah over the top yeah um yeah sure why not yeah i, I think he could be in, in legitimate all-star consideration next year I guess my my only thing is there's a lot of other good guards in the East. Like for him to to get it, he would have to be better than Garland, better than Lamelo. Well, you you say that, but than... if if I was making the case that Andrew Wiggins would be an All Star starter, you'd be like, well, they'd have to get it over Kawhi and over Paul George and over Anthony Davis. There, you know, it do, it doesn't take much for Jalen Brunson to be an All Star. All right, all right, I. It could happen. All right, so we've gotten four in the West. Who else you got? I mean, it depends. Uh, d- did you want to go with um, the, the the trio of um, Deshante Murray, Dyke Wilde, and Pirtle? Only two of them. Murray's too legitimate. He's getting real buzz. Right, right. So, so we still need a guard. I, I've got a guard if if you're looking for someone. Is is Vando in? Vando's in, right? Yes. Yeah, so, it's, so then we probably don't want Patrick Beverly as well. No, no. Can I pitch my guard? Yeah, yeah, come on, come on. So, all right, basketball is all about putting the ball in the hoop, right? Hmm. We, so, we have this stat. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. Uh, it, it's called true shooting percentage, and it, it tells us truly how good you are at putting the ball in the hoop, right? Hmm. Right, right, right. And so, the 11th best player in true shooting percentage right now is a man named Eric Gordon. Hmm. And I... I think with all of the trials and tribulations that Houston has been through, don't they deserve a all-star shooting guard? Yeah. The other thing too is like, how many games have Houston won this year? Not many. 
we don't need to talk about this. Um, we, we don't need to discuss this. No, part. no, I'm, um, I'm saying. Um, let, let me actually bring it up. So, the the reason that I bring this up is Eric Gordon has 1.6 win shares this season. Um, the Houston Rockets, as a team, have only 14 wins. So he single handedly has won them um, 1.6 out of 14 wins. Eleven percent of their wins, he has single handedly, <laughs> single handedly um, won them. What a difference um, maker! Yeah, if if we compare that, let's let's bring up who, who just a random good player off the top of your head. Who who who, who, who comes to mind when I say good player? LeBron James. All right, let's compare LeBron's wins shares as a percentage of team uh, wins let's go with to guy. Eric Gordon like Chris Paul okay. go with Chris right. Paul no no no, no, no. not, yeah, not Chris Paul Chris, Chris Paul is going to be getting too much loved um, who, who's a guy uh, that's not a um, st- <laughs> you know what let's, let's go with James Harden who's, you know position for position shooting guard versus shooting guard let's yeah let's do that alright uh, he's missed a lot of time who, who hasn't been injured John Morant is, is starting in the All-Star game. Let's look at John Morant. Steph, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. <laughs> I've already got Jar up. Let's look at Jar. Okay. Um, Jar, in terms of win shares, Jar Morant has 4.8. The Grizzlies have 35 wins, which is r- right at 13.7%. So Eric Gordon is in the same ballpark in terms of um, wins contributed per team win as Ja Morant um, and that's my statistical argument for Eric Gordon um, in addition to him being one of the most efficient players at putting the ball in the hoop um, in the league I mean when you, when you say it like that how, how can you say no? Right I mean that's fantastic and, and like it's due time actually funny story um, uh, the like um the uh, like main NBA expert in Denmark actually once had an interview with Eric Gordon, uh, like at least ten years ago, I think. It was just, I think it might have been Eric Gordon's rookie year, actually. Um, and like this, Denmark's uh, NBA expert, his, his name is Peter Wang. Uh, he, he was really high on Eric Gordon coming into the league. Um, so he um, at an interview. He went up to him and he said, "Here is a napkin. Please write on this napkin. I'm I'm gonna make all star an all star team." And Eric Gordon wrote that, and he looked at him weird and gave it to him. But he still have that napkin in the studio. We just made Danish dreams come true. Right. <laughs> You're welcome, Denmark. I'll, I'll give you one more advanced um, metric that shows that Eric Gordon is an all star. Um, on off, so net rating. Um, how how much better your team is when you're on. Um, he's plus 12.5, which is 94th percentile, um, which is all-star category. Um, so let's make Peter Wang's um, napkin, um, you know, worth 100 times more the by making story. Eric Gordon an all-star. Yeah. Have you guys um, heard an interview? Speaking of interviews with Eric Gordon, have you guys heard an interview with Eric Gordon? No, it's got a funny voice. He's got a funny voice, yeah. Yeah. But like, but like in a good way. Like, um, it's an interesting voice. Um, so I'd like to hear him in the halftime interview in the All Star game. I'm saying we should actually have him on the podcast. Eric Gordon, if you're listening, hit us up. Right. I mean, if if we get Eric Gordon to the All Star game based on our, you know, our influence alone, 
um, I think he should absolutely become on the show. He owes us now. Yeah. Can I pitch another All Star. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 <laughs> all right. Uh, based off of offensive rating, because we're all about putting the ball in the basket. That, that's yeah. the uh, All Star is is you know an offensive um, more than more than defensive game, so it makes sense to just look at the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course. Uh, Brandon Clark. Offensive rating of 139. Jesus Christ. Defensive rating of 108. This guy is positive 31. Then, uh, you know, net rating. Insane numbers. There's uh, per basketball references, offensive, defensive ratings. Uh, third best in the league of guys who have played at least 20 games. You know, may, maybe he's the reason Memphis is winning. Yeah, that's, that's actually insane. Did he not play a lot of games or something? This no, season? he's played thirty-seven games. Huh. He's just left off, left, left off all my uh, lists for some reason. Nice, no, good on PER. Okay, then. Um, I, I mean, he he's a guy who can ju- jump out the stadium. Um, he, in terms of catching lobs, is there any any players more exciting than Brandon Clark? Not many. Uh, he's in. Like, do, do you rather right. do you rather want to watch? Brandon Clark as the big man or Rudy Gobert? Like, hmm. Hmm. You, you talked me into it. I mean, I know it was my suggestion, so I kind of I pitched the idea. <laughs> yeah. But you but reinforced you, my idea. You, you weren't sold on it. You were just sort of throwing it out there, and, and now you're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to see what sticks. What was their offensive rating? 139? Yeah. All right. Um, if we use cleaning the glasses offensive rating, which uh, just filters out garbage time, um, he's at 115. Um, so he's obviously a guy that's really juicing his numbers in garbage time. And yeah. the all-star game, if you think about the way that it's played um, with, you know, very lax defense, time. poor shot selection, it's basically three and a half quarters of garbage time. Um, and Brandon Clark is a garbage time all-star. Therefore, could you somehow like find out who is the best player in garbage time? Like who's got the best uh, offensive rating in garbage time? Not easily, but... It's 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 possible. I mean, if it's not easy, it's not for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I couldn't do it on the spot. Oh, uh, all right. Well, do you have a, a final West Coast selection? Because by my count, we've got White, we've got Podal, we've got Vanderbilt, Eric Gordon, um, Brandon Clark. And yeah. So yeah, who, who yeah. is our last guy? Uh, the thing with the West is that it's so boring. It seems like all these advanced stats I'm looking at are kind of like telling the truth somehow. So all the good players are at the top, which is pretty annoying for this segment. Well, you kind of hope that like if you spend all this time developing an advanced state, you kind of hope that the good players are at the top. That is that is the point of them. I have, I have yeah. one more suggestion. It's wild. It's out there. When I pitched this idea for you guys a couple of days ago, I don't know why I thought that I could somehow... Uh, like bring in all these stats without all the good players. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why my brain somehow thought that if I just your, your looked brain. at all these advanced, <laughs> I, I would find some players that that aren't good. <laughs> that does make sense. Um, that's I've, what we're doing. Uh, I've got one. If um you guys are struggling, I mean we we uh, I mean, I kind of mentioned Jay Crowder before we we started. Uh, mm going into this show but like he's fifth in net rating 
That's fifth. That's above like Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Chris Paul, Mikael Bridges. Um, and we didn't get Conley in here, right? We did not get Conley. He is an actual All Star. And Brandon Clark, he replaced Rudy Gobert, right? As like the more interesting player. Absolutely. Is isn't Jay Crowder a Utah Jazz player? Uh, he oh, is a Phoenix wrong? Sun. Oh, he's a Phoenix Sun player. Oh, Nico. Mm. Nico. Mm. Nico. The Jazz would love to have oh. him. Yeah, right. especially, especially with the Joe Ingles out. Yeah. He's, he's a guy that's been on every single team in the league, I feel. Jay Crowder. Uh, All right. Dylan, who's your last guy? Um, yeah. Jay Crowder's boring. <laughs> if not Jay Crowder. Um, who here likes dunks? I like dunks. <laughs> yeah. Nico, you in? You in for some dunks? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. All right. So 100% of people surveyed like dunks. Um, do you guys like uh, players playing hard and being good at defense? I think I do, but I would say the all-star voting demographic does not. All right, so maybe this will be a, a controversial one then. Maybe a, maybe a culture changer for the all-star. That's, that's probably the, the real issue is that the all-star teams, um, you know, they, they just don't have a culture of hard work and, and of defense. This guy is a guy that I think can maybe maybe change that culture and lead by example, um, and a guy that is absolutely beloved by advanced stats, um, top ten in overall Raptor. And if we just look at Western Conference guards, um, second in the Western Conference among guards in overall Raptor. Um, uh, can we can we get Gary Payton the second catching some lobs down the lane? Playing center despite being a guard, um, and and leading a cultural revolution um, in terms of making guys play hard in the All Star game by just you know picking up James Harden full court and stealing the ball and and dunking. I think we've somehow managed to make a more exciting but equally defensive. <laughs> um, we're like, all right, we're not going to put Draymond Green. That's boring. We're not going to put in Rudy Gobert. That's boring. Well, let's do Jared Vanderbilt and Gary Payton in the second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Gary Payton in the second, um, if, if we, the other tab that, so I've got like my, my browser, which is just perpetually open with um, the same five tabs. And one of them is um, dunks and threes. Um, and estimator plus minus has, um, Gary Payton, the second, uh, 97th percentile, um, just above the likes of Drew Holiday, Trey Young, um, Carl Towns, DeMoto Rosen. Um, so the advanced stats love Gary Payton, the second. I mean, I've loved his um, development this season. He's been great for the Golden State Warriors. Um, it would be nice to show some love to some of these, like, um, G League superstars like give some hope to all the guys in G League yeah and it's not like Gary Payton is like a, you know supremely naturally talented player like he's succeeding basically just by playing harder than everyone else yeah I think that's yeah. a great example to, to to show you know if you're a guy who can um, you know is insanely athletic um, the son of a former NBA player and you try really hard like there's nothing that you can't achieve yeah, I think I think that needs to be put it be rewarded. Let's put him in. All right, is that is that the squad? That's seven. That's the squad. Does anybody remember what it was? Yeah, so in the list we got um we are rewarding the Spurs with two all stars. And for some reason it's Derek White over DeShante Murray. 
Uh, I mean, he is leading in, in Raptor Wall, so we, we also got Jakob Pertl. Yeah. Um, we got uh, Vanderbilt as like the best big man in, in the Timberwolves. Um, Jalen Bronson, because we got to have a math, right? Yeah, the Bronson um, Bruner. <clears throat> and you know, there's no all-star game without the Houston Rockets. And Eric Gordon actually made a note uh, for a Danish broadcaster uh, where he wrote that he was going to be an all-star one day. So can't be without Eric Gordon. His career's probably over soon. So it's yeah, last call. Yeah. Um, and also we 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 gotta have Eric Gordon on the podcast now. So probably yeah. shouldn't say, with uh, his interesting career. voice. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, in terms of a more interesting big man pick than Rudy Gobert, we got Brendan Clark. And I mean, the obvious pick of Peyton the second. Naturally. Uh, we could probably get some lesser known K-pop uh, musician to endorse him. So that'd be easy. Yeah. Can, can either of you name a K-pop musician? Sigh. Mm, nah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to accept that. I went for the only obvious one. Yeah, I, I wouldn't consider that K-pop. What, it's just because he did a song with Snoop Dogg? Yeah, and he's he's not pretty enough. Like to be a, to be a K-pop superstar, you've got to be. Whoa! You've got to be very pretty. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I'm sure there are plenty of middle-aged women who think he's good enough looking <laughs> after a few drinks. <laughs> so what you're saying is that we need Sai to endorse Gary Payton the second, um, and a, and get a bunch of middle-aged women a couple drinks, and then they will. Um, have Gary Payton the second elected to the All Star Game? Nice. Yeah. Can I say I- I'm very disappointed with how uh, how these Twitter celebrities are are tweeting them out um, because you don't your post doesn't have to be anything about like Andrew Wiggins for All Star, which is what he did. He put like you know Andrew Wiggins for All Star, all of this. It's just about the hashtags. Yeah, I've got I've got a great idea. Taylor Swift goes on Twitter, says, retweet this if you want me to drop my new album next weekend. 100 million retweets. Yeah. Sneaky hashtag, Gary Payton the second NBA All-Star. <laughs> and like that's that single tweet alone would be one of the most retweeted tweets in Twitter history, if not the single most retweeted tweet in, the NBA, in, in Twitter history. And it's probably enough to get it done. We need to mobilize the Swifties. All right. So Taylor Swift's most recent tweet, just out of the blue, most recent tweet um, is is a reply uh, on the LA Times or to an uh, LA Times article. Yep. Saying that she, she actually does write her songs. It has 173,000 retweets. If Bam Bam can stealthily get Wiggins in there. Like what? You're gonna get Cole Anthony in there? Get Denny Avdia? Like I guess she's where's, from. Where's Taylor Swift? She's from, from Tennessee. She's from she's Tennessee, from which is which is who's who's their team? Memphis. Memphis. It's the closest. It's, it's yeah. three hours she, away. But she could get Brandon closest. Clark in the All Star game. Swifty, we need you to do this. Desmond Bain, All Star, make it happen. Yeah, like like just just put it out there. Retweet if you want me to drop my album. Desmond Bain hashtag NBA All Star. I'm not even joking. They'll get. Legitimately, Desmond Bain would be the captain. Desmond Bain would be picking his squad um, and probably do a better job than Giannis. Man, I got to stop. I can't even fathom being this famous. But is there, is there anything else you guys want to touch on this week? Trade deadline coming up. We can get to that later. There's no no real, real exciting developments. 
apart from maybe the Sixers tampering with James Harden. Oh, the 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 Clippers are above the Lakers in the standings. Oh, How about that? Jeez, the Lakers really with, did with, with no Kawhi and no Paul George. Hmm. The Clippers are winning. The Clippers are winning some strange games. Yeah, and the Lakers aren't. Yeah. Would you do Paul George for LeBron straight up? <laughs> no, <laughs> but you could ask me that about Westbrook, and I would say yes. <laughs> would you do LeBron and Westbrook for Eric Bledsoe, Luke Kennard, Marcus Morris, and um, Serge Ibaka? No, no, huh. no, no. But on that saves note, a lot of, saves a lot of luxury tax. <laughs> I'm not paying the bill. Genie deserves it. Okay. Uh, Genie should have paid Caruso, and then Genie would have some. Yeah. On that note, it's been another good week. Thank you all for listening to Hoops Temple Podcast. Go check us out on TikTok. We're trying to grow there. Go check out all of the writing at hoopsocial.com. Love to hear from you guys. Peace.